2: just
0: be me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
3: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place
5: Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke Up Daily with Meet Your Girl, Danielle Moody, recording, pre-recording from The Home Bunker. Folks, I can't express enough. One, thank you all for your DMs and feedback on some of the shows that were focused around Israel and Palestine and our collective humanity. I really appreciate it. Like all of you, I continue to just be in shock and awe over the just catastrophic amount of life that is being taken right now. If I think about it for too long, I will burst back into tears, and I'm not going to do that today. But I want to start out today's show with talking about the young boy whose life was taken from him in the United States, which is the six-year-old in Illinois, Wadia al-feumi, who, six years old and was stabbed to death, stabbed to death in his home, after his landlord broke in killing him with 26 stab wounds and critically injuring his mother. The landlord is being charged with first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, two counts of a hate crime, and aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Um, And that was released by Will County Sheriff's Office. These types of acts the media loves to portray as lone wolves, as this one deranged individual, this person, this crazy person. Because if we were to actually talk about the issues and the policies that lead people like Joseph Zuba, um, 71-year-old piece of shit, to commit murder, then it wouldn't be a soundbite. Do you know what I'm saying? It would be real talk. It would be real conversations of having to reckon with America's legacy of white supremacy, of Islamophobia, racism, anti Semitism, misogyny, patriarchy. Like we would have to reckon, right, with the truth that when you have an entire political party, The Republican Party that runs candidates on hate, on lies. You have an entire media network of Fox that primes and pumps their audiences with lies and hatred and fear of anyone other than white, cis, het, Christian men. This is what you get. When you make it the norm and okay to pass policy that would ban people from majority Muslim countries from entering this country, this is what you get. This is what happened after 9-11. I talk about it often on my other podcast with my friend Wajahat Ali on Democracy-ish, where he has told me, about, you know, Muslims having to register right in New York City to show that they weren't terrorists, right? When you make up terms like the axis of evil, when you demonize an entire region of the world, when you call everyone, when Hollywood feeds you consistent storylines Of Middle Eastern Muslim terrorists, and you see them in the midst of like the call to prayer and then bombs exploding. What the fuck kind of message do you think you're sending? It isn't a good one. It isn't one that says that they're just like me. It isn't one that says open your arms and your heart, come from a place of compassion and love. No, what it tells you is to fear for your life. Don't let those people move into your neighborhood. Take them out. Right? Burn down their homes before they can burn yours down. Harm them before they can harm you. That's what it does. But we don't want to have those conversations. Instead, every time there is an act of violence, whether it is shooting up a synagogue, right, which we saw in this country that took the lives of several people, whether it's shooting up a black church, which we saw at Mother Emanuel in South Carolina, right? Whether it's shooting up a Walmart where a predominantly Latino population shops, whether it's shooting up a place that is largely patronized by Asian Americans. Is punching an Asian American in the face, yelling Kung flu and pushing people off of subways because people get their directives from where our supposed fucking leaders. When you have Ron DeSantis running for president of the United States telling us not to open up our borders, not to take in any Palestinians because they're all anti-Semitic, what the fuck are you saying? Right? They want us to believe that all people that wear the red hat and swear allegiance to Donald Trump and MAGA aren't all white supremacists, which is a fucking lie. Right? But their logic would have me believe that every white person in America is affiliated with Trump. They would have me believe then, by their logic alone, that every white person in America must be associated with the KKK. If we are to judge, every country, every ethnicity, every race, every group by their worst representatives, then America should take about a million fucking seats and shut the fuck up. Because let me tell you what, the situation unfolding in Israel and Palestine, the crisis, the humanitarian crisis that is unfolding there That's largely of our doing. Where do you think that they got their idea of separate but equal from? We exported that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Where do you think that the Nazis, they took it to a whole other level, but where do you think that they got their ideas from? It was exported from the United States. Do as I say, but not as I do. Joe Biden wanted to come out and condemn this attack as he should. But let me tell you that when you green light anything and everything that Israel does, but you have no problem calling out Putin, but not Netanyahu, his own people don't fucking like him. His own people. Even families right now who have loved ones that were taking hostage have been in the streets protesting that motherfucker. That's how much they don't like him. Because for all of his hot fucking talk about terrorism and being on the ready, somehow he was caught completely outdone. And took no intel that came from Egypt or elsewhere that there was potentially going to be a terrorist plot that was taking place and he did nothing. With all of the billions of dollars that the United States gives to Israel for their defense. Every time that we see things unfolding, what seems to be so far away from us It always shows up at our shore. But America doesn't take any responsibility for that. The media will have you believe that this is one crazed act and one crazed act only. We'll say Wajia's name for maybe a week. And then we'll go back to condemning. And okaying the assault on a civilian population that is taking place right now that has killed over a thousand wadiyas. Because 50% of the population in Gaza are children. That's not me saying that. Those are reports and facts.
2: Me.
5: start having sex and then he's very
4: vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
3: i'm tamika d mallory and it's your boy my son the general and we are your host of tmi new year new name new energy but
2: same old <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh.
3: And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
5: So, you know, I find myself, and I have found myself, if you're following my social media, just at an absolute loss. You know, I... I'm not a person connected to the Jewish faith. I'm not a person connected to the Muslim faith. I'm a person connected to humanity. I'm a person that is connected to the pursuit of justice and equity, not only in this country, but around the world. And it just, you know, the darkness is so encompassing right now. Because this story isn't going to be the only story that we hear. And as soon as I heard it, I thought about my Jewish friends who kept their children home last week from school because of a possible jihad for, uh, that was supposed to happen on Friday. That was misinformation that, of course, was spread. But the fact that people are having to decide to keep their children home from a Jewish day school that Muslim families have to decide to keep their children home? The people who, women, who are wearing a hijab have to be concerned about whether or not they can be, they're going to be attacked on the streets? You know, a couple of weeks ago, and you see this if you, if you live, you know, anywhere where there is a diverse population. And, you know, I was walking around my neighborhood and like an Uber driver had his prayer rug laid out and he was doing his prayer as I was walking by. And I thought to myself, God, what an amazing city. This is the thought that I had. What an amazing city that like, this faithful man can pull over on the side of the road, take out his prayer mat, and just practice his faith. And that, you know, in so many parts of this country, you would never see that. Right? And that's part of the problem. That we are so segregated. If you don't live in a diverse city, if you don't live... In a diverse place, like you don't get to see the beauty of what it is like to see so many different people. To walk, I I walk through some of my favorite parks, and I tell you that I could hear 10, 20 different languages being spoken by the time that I leave. I could smell spices of so many different ethnic groups that are using the barbecues. And I think that is beautiful. I think that's what makes this country special. And every time that I find myself in awe of those moments, I realize that there is an entire political party trying to make sure that we all look the same, act the same, pray the same, talk the same, And I think, how fucking boring. How fucking boring and narrow. Who the fuck wants to live like that? If your choice is to live in a homogenous, you know, sterile type of environment, go with God, but don't bring that bullshit to any other place because that's not what we're interested in. That's why all those motherfuckers leave small towns and go move to the big city because they're tired of the sameness. They want to explore and be exposed and be expanded by difference. That's what makes us beautiful. And to think that a grown-ass fucking man could look... I used to teach first and second grade. That is six and seven-year-olds. I know how little they are. And a grown man grabbed and stabbed that boy to death? I, folks, uh, uh, uh. I keep posting that we have got to hold on to our shared and collective humanity during this time, because I'm telling you, it is too fucking easy to allow the political noise and rhetoric to come in, to detach you from your soul's truth, which is that the reason why your heart is heavy right now, the reason why you find yourself bursting into tears or waking up sad or just like wanting right to tune it all out is that is your soul trying to connect with other souls that are in need our hearts know our hearts always know it is our minds that are infected by misinformation lies and bigotry
3: it
0: me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
4: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip
1: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: I remember after Donald Trump was elected, and this show was on Sirius XM. And I remember sitting in studio. And saying in the microphone, like I'm about to say now, that things in this country are going to get bloodier before they get better. And I say that with no glee, no joy, no, I told you so. But that is the reality that we all have to be prepared for. And I don't know how we prepare. I don't know how we prepare, other than those of us that understand and express empathy and compassion, those of us that are doing things to try and center community and connection and joy will be best suited for what is to come. It's just so hard, you know? It's so hard to look around at people whose opinions you used to value, whose work you used to care about, all professing to have become foreign relation experts overnight. I am not one of those people. I do not know the ins and outs and the historical context and the thousand years of the land of Israel and Palestine. I do not know. What I know about is humanity. What I know about is justice what i know about is the fact that we were all born to be free not to live oppressed small compartmentalized fearful lives none of us i don't care what continent you were born on what region what race what ethnicity that is not what we were born to do be subjugated and subjugate right to to harm to hate. And so when you find yourself exhausted, know that you've taken in too much information and it is about now, what can my heart do? Right? How can I show compassion? How can I show care? What does that look like? And I will tell you folks it doesn't look like continuing to doom scroll. It doesn't look like sitting in front of your television or whatever screen that you're getting your information in front of and staying there until the dark circles form and you can't sleep and you haven't eaten and you have like it doesn't look like lack of care of yourself. We are just folks, a bunch of wounded unhealed souls walking around and to stop this cycle of violence and hatred, we have got to tend to those open wounds. That is going to be the only way. I don't want to cover another story like Wajia. I don't want to cover another story like Trayvon Martin. I don't want to cover another murder, another death at the hands of hatred and bigotry. But I know that I will. Because until we decide to break this cycle, right, and respect each other, not just tolerate, but respect, accept, be excited by, expanded by difference, This will repeat itself. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Protect your dream
3: home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com.
4: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
3: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI